0: Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca. Before Course in Miracles podcast. <clears throat> Almost done with our review one, lesson 59, which covers lessons 41 through 45. So thanks again to all of you. Thank you to everyone who has been taking time The taking, taking, time out of their busy life to tune in and again just do your best the most important thing is that you do your best you might stop listening to the course in miracles podcast this week and pick it up in 2030 that's okay Um, you might blast through all 100 365 lessons that's that's in in just the year 2023 that's great you might um, resonate with Lesson 78 for whatever reason and want to spend a week on Lesson 78. If that's the case, so be it. Go for it. We don't want to turn this into this. This is kind of where, where I go with it is I, I need to get this whole thing done in a year. Now, in my particular situation, I, <clears throat> I feel that it is important to get it done in a year. But that's only for the purposes of this podcast and, you know, being professional You are, I want to say you're in charge of your own path. I think God is in charge of all of our path, and our job is to surrender to God, but whatever. Um, As I've stated many times before, Course in Miracles, it's just a structure inside of which, or a structure that allows us to surrender to the will of God, and it's not in any way the only structure. I'm continually referencing 12-step work, or the 12 steps, that is just a structure inside of which we can surrender to God, or it's a structure inside of which the, you know, the third step in the 12 steps is, I is, <coughs> excuse me, I turned our life over, uh, what is step three? Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God or understood him. And, you know, that's, you know, when you're in rehab, And they tell you about the third step, or at least when I'm in rehab, when I was in rehab. I hope I never go to rehab again. By the way, avoid going to rehab at all costs. Just don't, your your life should be set up in such a way that you don't have to go to rehab. But if you do go to rehab, they're probably going to, 99% chance they're going to introduce you to the 12 steps and the third steps. The third step of those 12 is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. And so when I'm in rehab, I'm this, I'm what's referred to as the, there's a couple of different types of people that resist the the program, the 12 steps. And one of them is referred to by Bill W., the founder of one of the programs, as the intellectually self-sufficient one. And so that was me. I was intellectually self-sufficient. So because I was so smart, you know, I'm too smart to believe in that God stuff. You know, so there's this like entire universe of... God stuff that I just decided I was too smart for, or I'm, you know, none of every single religious and or spiritual person who's ever lived was wrong, and I was right, and I'm going to set out an admission to all of you jerks to prove the extent to which I am right now. That sort of an attitude landed me back in rehab nine days, nine, nine months later with a couple of serious Charges picked up in between my first stint and my second stint. So um, take that for what it's worth. Uh, again, and so like, I'm going to come back to, to step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. So when I was in rehab and I was being, I kind of got off on a tangent. I kind of wandered off there. I do that sometimes. I apologize. So um, like, don't, don't you tell me, what, what do you mean I have to surrender my will? It's my will. I'm... You must, you must be crazy if you think I'm going to surrender your will. The, the reason that the world has so many problems is because the, the religion is, is because of religion. And let, let me tell you about, you know, how much God sucks. Well, he let the Holocaust happen and all of these, you know, it's just the typical atheistic argument. You can go, <laughs> you want to research a really fun guy, check out Christopher Hitchens. Just watch some Christopher Hitchens video. He's like the greatest atheist of, of all time. Uh, and one of the most influential atheists of all time, and he's just—he's just the lamest dude. Like he doesn't—I don't think he's a mean guy. He doesn't occur as a mean-spirited person, but he's got a story. There's no God, and he's sticking to it. And it's all a fairy tale. And none of the—there's no—there's ba- no baby in any of the bathwater that he's decided to throw out. And. You know, he'd probably be the worst person to ever have at a dinner party because you say the, one, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So, the way he's doing that insistence on the non existence thereof relating to God, there's plenty of other things he's insistent regarding. So, I was kind of like him my first time in rehab. Don't you tell me to surrender my will. What are you, crazy? This is my will. How dare you tell me to turn my will over? And, you know, meanwhile, I just burned my life to the ground with alcohol and heroin. <laughs> And, and as, as the result of my will, what is referred to in 12-step programs as self-will-run riot. So that's exactly what my will got me, right? Um, my greatest thinking landed me in rehab more than once. Detox like five times. So um, turning your will over requires a like a structure. And so when you turn your will over in step three of the 12 steps, the the, the way that you continue turning your will overs you do steps four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve and and course the miracles the way that we turn our will overs we practice these 365 daily lessons and we apply them as I say when you're when we're cruising around so as we're cruising around the universe um, cruising around our towns cruising around our families navigating our familial dynamics we're applying these lessons and it's not always easy you know I had a person visiting from my family of origin and, um, absolutely wonderful human being, but this wonderful human being happens to remind me of another person from my family of origin. And so it drives up the family of origin stuff. It drives up that little kid, that little kid in me, that tantrum throwing little boy gets thrown, gets, gets driven up or makes his can is likely to make his present stone. In the midst of familial dynamics, and I just, I just applied the course. I was just like secretly, quietly, silently doing Course in Miracles lessons um, while I was sitting there with this family member. You know, there's, there's nothing my holiness cannot do. There's nothing my holiness cannot do here. I do not perceive my own best interests. I am never upset for the reason that I think. And I've talked about this before, but the thinking of the Holy Spirit, the course thinking, the thinking of God, the more you plug into the course, it starts to populate your consciousness. It starts to populate your thinking. And that miracles are as, (coughs) excuse me, miracles are as simple as, the change of mind that happens when we shift our thinking from the thinking of the ego to the thinking of the Holy Spirit. I know this may sound redundant, but there is power in redundancy. So I'm going to go ahead and read through these. Lesson 59. This is, these, are some really, these are some really cool lessons. 41 is a great one. Um, <clears throat> so lesson 41. Lesson 59, sub-lesson 41. I think you guys have the gist of this by now. God goes with me wherever I go. How can I be alone when God always goes with me? How can I be doubtful and unsure of myself when perfect certainty abides in him? How can I be disturbed by anything when he rests in me in absolute peace? How can I be disturbed by anything when he rests in me in absolute peace? How can I suffer when love and joy surround me through him? let me not cherish illusions about myself. I am perfect because God goes with me wherever I go. So, you know, just maybe picture God in the riding a shotgun. Maybe if you have somebody riding shotgun in your car, maybe picture God sitting in between the two of you. Maybe, maybe, maybe picture God on the roof of your car, standing up, holding like, you know, some sort of, I was going to say the 10 commandments, but that was Moses. Um, But just it's fun to imagine as you're cruising around, God going with you. God goes with you to the grocery store. God stands with you in the checkout line. God is there when you're filling your car up with gas. God is with you when you are with your partner or your wife or your husband or your family. So in the instance I just gave, God was with me there. I chose to let God direct the show show there. I had to choose it, though because I chose it, I didn't end up snapping or saying the stupid thing or being insensitive or being the mean family member that I was growing up because of all of the pain that I was living with that I didn't realize or that I didn't have a language to describe. I didn't act from that place out, I, from that place, act out from that place, rather. I let God come with me, along with me for that ride. And now I'm, I had a great visit And I don't have any regret. I don't have to do that 10th step, that AA 10th step. I don't have to promptly admit that I was wrong. It's a pain in the butt doing a 10th step. Lesson 42, God is my strength. Vision is his gift. Let Let me not look to my own eyes to see today. Let me be willing to exchange my pitiful illusion of seeing for the vision that is given by God pitiful illusion of seeing. Christ's vision is his gift and he has given it to me. Let me call upon this gift today so that this day may help me to understand eternity. So I'm going to call on this gift so that today, so that I can understand eternity. So God is my strength. So you know, my, my physical prowess is not my strength. My intellect is not my strength. I mentioned the in, being intellectually self-sufficient here. I thought my intellect was my strength. It was not. God was my strength. And I just had to surrender to God. When I became willing to surrender to God, everything changed. <clears throat> Lesson 43. God is my source. I cannot see apart from him. I can see what God wants me to see. I cannot see anything else. Beyond his will lie only illusions. It is these I choose when I think I can see apart from him. It is these I choose when I try to see through the body's eyes. Yet the vision of Christ has been given me to replace them. It is through this vision that I choose to see. So I'm going to see through the eyes of God. God is my source. I cannot see apart from him. Lesson 44. God is the light in which I see. I cannot see in darkness. God is the only light. Therefore, if I am to see, it must be through him. I have, to, I have tried to define what seeing is, and I have been wrong. Now it has given me to understand that God is the light in which I see. Let me welcome vision, <clears throat> and the happy world it will show me. And then lesson 45, God is the mind with which I think. I have no thoughts I do not share with God. I have no thoughts apart from him because I have no mind apart from his. I'm going to read that again. I have no thoughts apart from him because I have no mind apart from his. As part of his mind, my thoughts are his and his thoughts are mine. God is the mind with which I think. So again, the review of the review of the review, you're just going to read through each, the read through the entire lesson at the beginning of your day. Then at, at some point throughout your day, you devote two minutes to each lesson with your eyes closed. I believe you can, you're more than capable at this point of getting a book or going online and reading the introduction to the in, introduction to the review yourself. Uh, but I believe it's just closing your, your eyes and Letting the words of that lesson really sink in. And then at the end of the day, you read through them all again. So lesson 59, which covers lesson 41 through 45. I'm excited for us to move on to the next section together. Um, So we'll have five more that we will do tomorrow. And I look forward to uh, continuing this journey with you. Thank you so much again for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.